0: You're listening to the Awesome Podcast Network.
1: This is '80s Revisited. I'm your producer Jesse Sedgley. and now your hosts Daniel San Angelo and Trey Harris. Thanks for stopping.
2: Some night, huh? On this very night, ten years ago, along the same stretch of road,
0: in a dense fog just like this, I saw the worst accident I ever seen. There was this sound, like a garbage truck dropped off the Empire State Building. They finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck. It looked like this. <laughs> yes, sir. That was the worst
3: accident I ever seen. I get off right up here, right at the 80s Revisited sign. Who, who Daniel, says, are you okay? Who says you need, like, gore and blood to scare the hell out of you? Just you do some claymation. <laughs> speaking of which, quick aside before we get into this movie, I recently... Heard? Was that claymation? Large yeah. March. Okay. I recently heard the most, like... Okay, we've talked about on the show, like, I feel like I'm kind of desensitized to... Like, when you see things in movies, yeah. or... I'm always looking for something that really scares me. And uh, I started listening to a podcast called The Last Podcast on the Left. By the way, this is a 80th visit. We're getting there. I'm getting there. They know where they're at. You mentioned they, they the heard sign. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, there you go. Jeez, Daniel, you like you're like my mom. You can't give me a fucking break. They know what they clicked on. <laughs> but any, but anyway, uh they were doing an episode on real nine one one calls. And uh there's this there was this one on the show, and I I don't recommend anybody listening to it, no matter how big, you know, how I'm not a, that's not it's creepy or anything. But there's this call where this old woman saying how this guy was at her like you hear the call, you know, like Typical one-one, uh, And she's, like, saying how the guy, like, she saw this guy on her door. She told him to get away. Uh, she still thinks she's around. And while she's talking, she, you know, you don't hear anything. All of a sudden, she just starts screaming her head off. And, like, for, like, a minute. Well, why, you know, obviously, it was like something out of a horror movie. But obviously, while she's on the phone with the person, the dude got in her house totally quietly and just beat her to death while she's on the phone. But, like, the thing is, like, you don't expect the scream. Like, she's like talking like he's around here, something, and then just the most blood curdling scream you ever heard in your life. I was wow. literally like, I probably looked like Large Marge, <laughs> like, oh my God. It, it, like, I told, immediately next time I saw my wife, I told her, like, I saw, I, saw them, I heard the most disturbing thing today. I'm like, no, baby, whenever I'm not home, you lock every door and you make sure that security system's on. And grab the gun. Damn. <laughs> you know where the gun is. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being totally upfront with both of you. Like, do not listen to it unless, you think hey, you can ha- um Let's play it now. No, no. Like, <laughs> I, I, if you played it, I would take my headphones off, and, and you better not lie to me when no, it's but over. I, I do. I, do, I don't want to hear it again.
2: I do want you to. Wow. We went to. Uh, I recently got a job working at a plant, so you had to go through a bunch of OSHA stuff. Um, we went to the class, and beforehand, he was showing us things about like little videos. Some of them were stupid. Some
3: of them were funny. Oh wait, Safe, work safety videos. Yeah, were they great?
2: No, and it wasn't horrible. To be honest with you, it wasn't horrible.
3: Um, can you go to YouTube <laughs> and look up,
2: so. uh, I, I think it was Japan 10,000 volts of electricity.
3: That <laughs> already sounds like a winner. That's
2: it, okay. This Is this real for, or fake? Yes, this is real. Oh, It's 10 minutes long. Though. No, you only got to see the beginning. I guess it's talking about it afterward. But um, he showed me this before I'm working in a plant. This scared the shit out of me.
3: Oh, dear. One of them looks like a child.
2: They're moving a scaffold, basically. Watch out for that wheels. power line. Watch. And watch everybody. Dead. Wow. But they're, they had their hands clenched yeah, the wrong so, way, so they can't do nothing about it. They're totally dead. The way you could tell when good they're like God. fully is when they don't have any more feeling whatsoever, so they let go. The dude right here is getting fucking burnt. Yeah. yeah. He's starting to catch on fire. This scared the shit out of me, and it, like, give me chills right now. That's then, terrible. You know, I get. I'm watching this. Like, look look did dude hand, just, spark. Yeah, just Well, yeah, his hand, ke-
3: his, de- his hand keeps t- falling and touching it. Not, thanks, how, thanks for e- bringing me how, down, Daniel. This podcast how, is getting off to easily, a great start. Yeah. How easily? What? Who's that? Four, four people, right?
0: Psych. That's four, <laughs> la, la, la.
2: That's four people, right? Yeah. And how easily their whole family, their lives change, And the split of a. Let's split
1: second. Yeah, because someone will then look up. Yeah, that's but terrible. Anyway,
3: that's a terrible way to go. That's a bad terrible video, way man. to start the show. No, <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> talking about Pee Wee's right. Big, Big Adventure, which <laughs> seems irrelevant now with the finality of life we've discussed already. So, I think we'll just go ahead oh, and man. go home and hopefully not die on the way home, or die in our sleep or something. Because, you turn this off, please. I don't yeah. want to, I don't <laughs> no, but ten uh, minutes long. It's funny too, cause uh, you know, if they weren't, oh man, cause that's a, you know when if you think something's electrocuted, you shouldn't, you oh, don't grab I it. I didn't
2: see that he catches on fire totally.
3: <laughs> Spoilers. Spoiler alert. You know, cause like Jurassic Park, like when he's testing the fence, you don't grab it. Yeah. where your hands clenched. You do the back of your hand. So if anything, you'll just get a bad shock, and hopefully your heart doesn't stop. But I mean, like you said, I mean,
2: how is he still moving?
3: The, I mean if he's touching the thing and there's that much power going through it, yeah, I mean it's, it's just gonna using him as it's, a, I mean your whole uh, nervous system is basically a conductor, so uh that's all you know you can zap
1: yourself they're with all the, just lighting on fire. Or just they must know, still smoking. be touching
3: it or it could you know, just so hot from the whole yeah. thing. Like I mean the green mile, you know. I you know. don't put that sponge, you're gonna have a hard time getting that wood that dead burn smell out of that wood.
2: That that movie you just totally hate that. He does a perfect job. I don't remember his name, but you to just want to hate him. Yeah, on the Percy. Percy. I forget yeah. the
3: actor, but yeah. yeah. You, he's, like a, he's a true villain. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. so glad when they lock him in that room, and but you want him to beat the shit out of him. But anyway.
1: All right. Okay. By the way. Let's,
3: let's try to pick it up. We <laughs> I mean, need a dancing clown or something. <laughs> Not that creepy-ass clown from Pee-wee's <laughs> 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 he times his He used to scare <laughs> me a little bit, too. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah. now the... Oh, man. We gotta, we gotta dig this one out of
2: the, the depths biggest of hell. Challenge. By the way, if you if, revisited if you don't faced. like this movie within the first what five minute, seconds minute and thirty seconds of that whole little scene at the beginning, then something wrong with you. Yeah,
3: oh, mm-hmm. totally agree. But uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Unlike August ninth. Seconds of that other video. Yeah, just Yeah. <laughs> like if, you, if you're a kid, don't watch, don't listen to the don't don't listen to that nine one one call or watch that video because it's it's fucked up. But uh, you should be listening anyway because it's an adult yeah. podcast. It's marked explicit. Oh boy. But anyway, uh. August 9, nineteen eighty-five. Two weeks before last week's film, uh, which of course was uh, Teen Wolf, which is a lot happier intro than this <laughs> week's. But uh, IMDb gives this a seven. What? But uh, Rotten Tomatoes ninety-two so percent critics, seventy-nine percent audience. <laughs> nice. Now you know usually I, I tend to like critics. You know to me like in in general don't really kind of hit something on the head. Excuse me. Such a consensus. Ninety-two percent love this movie. What does that tell you of the genius of this movie? And mm-hmm. welcome, world, to Tim Burton, yep, his first film. The budget was six million estimated. Opening four point five domestically, $40.9 point, point, point nine. <laughs> 40 point nine million. So America, obviously. Hey, let's make a sequel, Big Top Pee Wee, which is on Netflix, although the original isn't. Sad to say, mm-hmm. but uh, I will say when I watched it this summer, it's the first time I got to watch it in high definition. It looks great, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Every little dimple on uh, Morgan Fairchild's face at the ends.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Dottie's cute too. Oh yeah. Especially now. Do you see like her how she looks now? Dottie was actually in the voice this past
2: season. As a uh, singer? Yeah. She really? made it she made it to the they call the
3: battle round, sorta. Wow, did they like say like it's Dottie from yeah. I mm. knew who
2: it was before she even <laughs> introduced
3: herself. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh like we said, directed by Tim Burton. His first feature. Of course, uh Batman Edward says her hands big fish, dark shadows. Whatever he's working on now. Frankenweenie. Uh, oh, supposedly Beetlejuice 2. Oh. Yeah, Michael Him and Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're in talks. That'd yeah, be... so hopefully that'll lead to something. We can only hope. Uh, written by Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee-wee Herman, and also Phil Hartman of uh, SNL fame, Rest the Soul, mm-hmm. and somebody named Michael Varhall. Uh, of course, Paul Rubens also his main character Pee-wee. He was also in Mystery Men, an underrated classic, in my opinion, and also the Johnny Depp film with Penelope Cruz-Blow. Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course the TV show Pee-wee's Playhouse which everyone should have grown up watching because it was phenomenal (laughs) who was your favorite character from Pee-wee's Playhouse I didn't watch much (gasps) get out I remember the uh,
2: black kind of cowboy right? black cowboy yeah Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne cowboy Curtis oh that was him
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't really remember hardly anything about that I think there was two different people that played him I don't remember it's been so long but I know Fishburne was I think it was him yeah pretty sure yeah who's your favorite
1: character do you remember? Oh, I remember all of them, but uh, I never thought of a favorite. I mean... <laughs>
3: okay, if one of them lived in your house, from Pee-wee's house... See, that Jesse, could get annoying. Jesse would say, so, so like, bitch, I know all of them. <laughs> I didn't mean disrespect.
1: <laughs> I know that's what I got, like... you talking
2: to me about this?
1: I've seen, every, I've seen the musical on stage. Oh, really? Yeah. I would probably take Jombie. <laughs>
3: Jambi, oh, yeah. I need some advice.
1: Well, even so, he was shitty at giving advice. No, oh, but it's still like, uh, what was the... At least it's somebody who could give advice. Jambi,
3: the head
2: of uh, the... Uh, he didn't play in very many
1: episodes. That's true. He'd probably be best, because I could close on my Yeah, like, shut the just... fuck up, Jambi. I, I don't want s- my couch sitting there to be like, oh, yeah. put your pants on.
3: Hey, Cherry. Pee-wee, <laughs> hey, you didn't sit on
0: me today.
2: I'm
1: trying to watch this movie, Cherry. Shut the fuck up. Does he have another hey, name? Pee-wee, you
0: left a stain on me.
2: <laughs> Does he have another name? Stop talking. Who, Jambi? Yeah. He didn't play in very many episodes then because I don't see him right there.
3: Let's see. Man, Miss Renee was hot. I mean, uh, Miss Yvonne back in the day. Not so much now.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. well, yeah. I, I mean, it's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that was... Back in the long day.
2: Long time ago. Yeah. yeah.
3: Look, zombie Cowboy favorite. Curtis was only in seven episodes. I would have guessed more than that because it seemed like he was in every other episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah Yeah, That's not the globey. that's the planet. planet. Cherry, at least he's in six Cherry. or less episodes. Mm-hmm. Or John, yeah.
2: Natasha Leon. Natasha well, Leon wasn't that the chick in uh, American? No, I'm thinking of her names. Her last name's Leon, but it's not. That it is does. her. Wow, she was a little kid then.
3: Yep, yep. And I mean, of course, uh, Rob Zombie was a uh, production assistant on Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> he likes to bring up. It's probably the best thing he ever worked on in his life. <laughs> Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I'd probably take John because he can shut it. At first I thought Cherry, but then like like you were saying, like, you have to live with him, so. Hey, why aren't you eating your dinner on me today? I figured I'd sit on the couch today, Cherry. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry, Cherry. I'll come sit on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. i let you go. <laughs> Pee-wee, your wife tried to sit on me. So I 911.
1: The chairs are on here somewhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that cart killer cart <laughs> <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah. Cherry Snaps. It sounds like a king. Cherry Snaps. <laughs> Copyright
1: Andy in 2014 there, you know? Cherry Snaps. But a uh, murders chair on the cover. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dottie was, of course, her real name was Elizabeth uh, Daly. Of course, she was a voice in Happy Feet and also some voices in Rugrats, and apparently on The Voice. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's still around. Uh, Diane Salinger was Simone. She was also in Ghost World. and had a role in Tim Burton's Batman Returns. Uh, Jan Hooks was Tina, the Alamo tour guide. She was a uh, SNL <laughs> alumni. There's no uh, mean Phil Hartman had a bit role as a reporter. Of course, SNL, Jingle All the Way. Uh, and one of the loves of my childhood, Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, was the biker mom. You recently saw her. Yeah, I'm getting to that in a little bit. Uh, like to talk about that. <laughs> but uh, one of my favorite parts of this movie is is that scene in the bar where, like, we should, you know, he knocks over the boat. We should kill him. We should do this. And he's like, I say we let him go. <laughs> and then she comes up and grabs him and stares at him. was like, damn. Oh, oh. I say ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Oh, calm down, Trey, calm down. And of course he does the tequila dance. So the, the on a uh, happy video. Yeah. Pharrell does it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring it back. You, can, you can't bring it.
2: I mean, you can bring it back, but you can't Not mock it. Only if you you're dressed like this, that yeah. with the shoes and
3: everything. And the thing is, the barkeep had those shoes. In Pee size, like, <laughs> one day, a man will come and oh. use these shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Another
2: scene that used to scare me is the snakes when he's holding them out.
3: Oh, he's like... <laughs> ah! <yeah." laughs> uh, anyway, oh, uh, of course, in the end, James Brolin, as... As Agent Pee Wee Herman, Morgan Fairchild was Dottie. Milton Berle had a bit role, and of course, in the back lot, Sister uh, Twisted Sister is filming a music video. So a lot of little cameos in there. Godzilla. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was always one of my favorite parts. <laughs> uh, but this movie, every single time I watch it, it is j- is just as funny, if not it, more funny, than the first mm-hmm. time I've seen it. Uh, this movie is absolutely genius and an absolute joy to watch. If I'm flipping channels and it's on, I will watch it. Yeah. It is the Star Wars of goofy movies. <laughs> or uh, surrealistic yeah. movies, so to speak. Yeah. It's absolutely so many funny parts. And the thing is, it's one of those movies where every time I still watch it, I catch something different. Mm. Something that I might not remember from you know before or maybe never even noticed before because I was laughing so hard at what happened just before it. Mm. But there is probably not a funny scene in this movie. That isn't not an unfunny scene. An unfunny scene yeah, right. uh, in
1: the film. So,
3: yeah, I suck this movie's dick. It's so good. So, <laughs> Daniel, what are your thoughts on this movie?
1: That's going on the '80s revisited poster. <laughs> I suck <laughs> okay. this movie's dick. <laughs> okay. like, that's like
3: Pee-wee's Big Adventure re-released. I'd suck this movie's dick. Try '80s revisited. I I'd totally agree with you. Uh, You'd suck its dick. Yeah. Yeah, we could... Oh,
2: but that's two! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one ball apiece. Yeah. At the same time.
3: Two A ball in the mouth and <laughs> thumbs up. I give it two balls in the mouth. And,
2: and you know... Oh, I'm getting too dirty. Never yeah. mind. Okay, I'll stop. But yeah. How I, can you
3: get more dirty than the death we had at the beginning of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta lighten it up, so let's Multiple get some uh, fellatio going here. <laughs>
2: but yeah, I enjoy every bit of this move. Again, like the... When you see him get up to eat his breakfast, it's just fantastic to me. The whole thing, <laughs> I remember just little things. I remember
3: um, eating Mister T cereal. Really?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. They were
3: like it tastes like Captain Crunch. Yeah.
2: Just they were teas.
1: Of course, <laughs> uh, no, most it cereals like Captain do. Crunch, not it's, flakes. W-
2: when you get to that point, you realize like how big that that guy is that he that's chasing him. I forgot oh, yeah. her name. I call him Bluto because he yeah. reminds me of God, the villain from Popeye. Huge. And just the little things uh, where uh, he's in the train and the guy's singing. And the slow, like start Ah! start to get tired of it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, come on, man. It's so great. (laughs) It's It's
3: just so funny. It's this little thing. I love when he's in the alley. You know, he's going through the bike withdrawals. Yeah. And the muggers go up to him, and actually, that first mugger is Tim Burton in a cameo, and he's like, (laughs) 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 "It's just," and he looks, and there's the psychic reader. I mean, it's so, (laughs) it's just so fucking off the wall and hilarious. Mm -hmm. And uh, his house house reminds me of, or uh, let me rephrase that, Ernest's house. Uh, and like, well, I don't know if you saw Saves Christmas or some of the other ones. Uh, reminds me of uh, Pee Wee's house, all the contraptions. Uh, so I bet they kind of pulled some of that. Because uh, well, of course Ernest would make his own inventions, but then I think they went to the nth degree because of like some of this stuff. We we you'll be sorry, we Pee Wee. <laughs> um, oh, I did... forgot to mention Mark Holton. Uh, yeah, okay. Did I not put him on here? Because he's like the man of the hour. This is our second Mark Hol- Holton episode. Mark, if you're listening. Right there. There's a, what I was going to say is the
2: little chain deal. I think yeah. maybe we talked about this. There's a shot you can see where you can see the chain that's under the little yeah, compartment he's that he's pulling it yeah. out of whenever he's chaining his uh, bike up. I don't know if you could see it here. Yeah, but I've, <laughs> I've seen it before. Yeah. And, and that creepy clown. ass clown. <laughs> I, the, the big head in the oh, little yeah. store kind of scared me. Do you know who that about. is a head of? Uh, I didn't see it enough. Well, it's a it's a head oh, of Alistair
3: Crowley. Who is that? Wikipedia. It's too much to talk about on the air. Okay. He's <laughs> he's quite a guy. <laughs> Seriously, like look it up. Like is he's, he's like uh, Chuck Morgan really likes him.
1: Oh, okay. Well, Put it to oh, you that I'll way. look it up later.
3: <laughs> uh, oops, sorry. Oh, Somebody man. didn't have their phone on silent.
1: <laughs> Me.
3: You fail. But uh. Vitality. Yes. <laughs> Oh stop it no <laughs> <laughs> more death in this episode. But this movie is just so damn enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh it reminded me that the next time I go to California I need to go a little down south into a little bit of Arizona, I believe, those dinosaurs. It's actually no, it's Southern California, I believe. Like the where he oh, goes nice. up into. They still they're, there? They're still there, they're big tourist <laughs>
1: attractions. That was in the wizard too. Yeah, when they're going the yeah, when the they're wizard. going
3: to the, the uh Nintendo yeah. conference challenge whatever <laughs> That's where it was he called. goes
1: to get alone <laughs> be alone <laughs> but those
3: dinosaurs. actually are there and you can go up inside them I don't know if you can sit in the T Rex jaws and like they do in the yeah. movie but watch the sunrise they yeah. always do yeah. Pee-wee!
0: au revoir
3: it's <laughs> just God it's just I wish this world existed like the world that he lives in because <laughs> it's just so like you don't know what's going to happen yeah those things like,
1: are huge it's mm-hmm. awesome. That is pretty cool.
3: Is everything no, all right? Sorry? Yeah, just
1: wow. just
3: nerd talk. Final yeah. Fantasy fourteen stuff. I'd left a text earlier, and he just now got back to me <sighs> you know, like hours later. Not when I wanted to talk, but uh, yeah. yeah but uh, you can actually go visit those; they're still there today. This
2: just um, there's nothing really to not like about this movie.
3: Like on it, like I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, I I'd like to I'd like to talk to somebody who hates it. I mean, mm-hmm. The only thing, I, it'd be one of those arguments where like, you'd be like, yeah, but this is so funny. And they're just like, no, it's dumb. No, I just
2: didn't like well, it. Well, there are
3: those. They're going to be those people. Yeah, I mean. But how can you, how can you
2: turn that? You know, how can you change their opinion on it? Normally when people ask you, well, tell me what,
3: tell me what's good about it. Well, first they're of all. They're not what, going to change their opinion of it. I mean. They're just going to uh, listen to you. That rim. is true. But the, the bottom line is that this, there's nothing, like you should, nobody should not like this movie. That's just the bottom line. <laughs> I mean. Wow! Look at that young Tim Burton. God, yeah, dang. He, looks he still like a looks normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> you can definitely tell it's him though. Wow. Mm. I We're always gonna want... have a picture of a young Tim Burton on the set of this movie. Hey, it's my first movie, guys. What's up? Let me show you how crazy I am. <clears throat> yeah, I wanted that bike so bad as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mainly wanted that damn lion, tiger head on the front. Yeah. Like I wanted that like so bad. Like that and was the one teeth, accessory though. I wanted. Yeah. Uh, of course I. I also thought that if I had that bike, it could fly,
1: and you know, <laughs> other things would happen. Endless chain in the back. Yeah, you
3: know, I mean, all sorts of, you know, it was a real bike. All that stuff happened. Uh, well, but go to number four? Number four. <laughs> Large Marge didn't blink the whole time she was telling her story in the truck. Oh, it should also be noted that we are doing, we are doing this podcast and last week's, because we do two at a time, I should have mentioned it last week, on the 25th anniversary of next week's movie. So, if you don't know, I'll tell you at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But
1: today is February uh, 17th, 2014. Next week begins the actual the 80s episodes because it'll be episode number 80. Mm-hmm. Escaped. Quite a milestone. Maybe mm-hmm.
3: we shouldn't do that next movie. Maybe for our 80s episodes, we should do movies from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hop in a time machine.
1: Or just on episode 80, do a movie from 1980s, 81, 82, 83. Oh. Okay, well then There's I don't know idea. what we're doing next
3: week yet. <laughs> but anyway, we movie I was talking about was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 25 oh, yeah, years yeah. old today. So we will do that one for whatever corresponding 80s year it was. Because that's a really good yeah. idea, Jesse. So yeah. next week we'll do some movie that was made in 1980. I don't know which one it is because I ain't not looked it up yet. But we'll yep. figure out one. <laughs> if you know which one, if you got a particular one for any of those years in particular, send it to us oh. at visit at gmail.com.
2: Another, another really part I liked was the whole, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rebel.
3: <laughs> you wouldn't like me Dottie I'm a rebel <laughs>
2: great. what's the guy I can't believe I'm not trouble with names the guy that got out of prison oh uh was it Mickey Mickey that's yeah. it yep oh, God. I like the scenes with him and
3: Mickey where he's dressed uh, up. he's like oh yeah like, Hi, yes, officer. Yes, yes baby it's <laughs> great but all hmm. this, it's all his little I mean it's so it's you know him trying to get a ride showing his sock and then you know his <laughs> and big thumb and, the next. and then he's just <laughs> laying down I mean it's 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 just so damn great. Right. There's it's uh it's a type of comedy. To, I don't know. I don't. I think I'm huh. trying to think of how to explain it. Oh yeah, the drive-in. I mean, that's the one drive-in of those in super for facts. Bi- Oh okay, <laughs> and it's also currently torn down. Yeah, there's a sh- <laughs> yes, Tim Burton. <laughs> just like one of those BuzzFeed like twenty five things you didn't know. Ah uh, yeah. Well, Mark Colton was on Tim and Eric's show, so. Mm. Just so you know. That's some reason that he did. Yeah. Yeah, he had the flu in that shot. Anyway, uh, BuzzFeed, twenty f- or 15 things, whatever they do, their number. 14 things, actually. I can see it at the URL. Yeah. You not know about Pee Some of these we'll actually cover when we get to that part. Sure. But uh, I will say, I've been to the Alamo, and there were no, like, stuff, like, basements of, like, people in, like, making corn or anything. Mm-hmm. When I went to the I actually looked for that. Like, is there, like, like the like the stuff from the movie? Like, no, that's not real. <laughs> so I was kind of disappointed when I went to the Alamo. So they impressed. didn't have that. And I they had SeaWorld. <laughs> San Antonio. Oh, by the way, where the star is in Texas? Oh, wait. Never mind. It's actually at the top. So go go to that BuzzFeed article. Occult. Occult. Uh. Magician and occultist. cultist <laughs> I'll give you a quick Alistair Crowley fact. Uh, he actually took a dude out to the desert one time and gave him so much peyote, and then he made he fucked him for two days straight and then brought him back and fucked up the dude. Like, the dude was crazy after that. He's a great guy. Look him up. Master <laughs> <Aleister> Crowley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's just... I, 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 what we, we should have done for this episode, we just watch the movie and just, like, talk about how yeah. great it is, because... <laughs> I feel like we're not expressing how great this movie is. But uh anyway, Daniel, you've seen it numerous times. I've seen it numerous times. Uh based on other Burton's uh of a, uh, his other stuff, you know, where would you rank Pee-wee? I mean, not counting Big Fish. Oh, well, that's Big Fish is separate. Uh, this movie one, is Burton number one for me. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I would probably I'd probably definitely agree of mm-hmm. like his I mean can't you can't include big Fish because that's such a different type that's yeah. it's un, it's it an unburdened part really for me. Movie.
2: It would be really tough if big fish was in it. Yeah. For me to pick my favorite out of those two.
3: But you know, uh, again, I've never August watched Scissor
2: Hands. Uh there's a lot of his stuff I haven't watched.
3: I and mean, Scissor Hands is great. Ed Wood is great too. Never watched it. Uh that's what I've heard. Have you never seen it, Jesse? What? Ed Wood. Uh Planet of the Apes I've... isn't there. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh yeah, that would not even be on the list <laughs> of his best. That's that had to just be for a paycheck.
2: Mars Attacks is funny, but not. I, I love Mars Attacks. I like it, but it's not <laughs> not. <either>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's great, uh, but yeah, uh, Ed Wood is, of course, about the actual Ed Wood. Johnny mm-hmm. Depp was fantastic in it, but of course, being a oh, low budget <laughs> filmmaker, he went
2: from <laughs> Planet <and> Apes <laughs> to Big Fish.
3: Yeah, I made I made, a, I made a shitty movie. I need to make something good. I really mm. like Sweeney Todd.
1: Really like it. It was the music that did it for me, though. So I mean, yeah. It's alright. His I mean, direction, I mean, but it's Steven Sondheim, everything yeah. else. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I got the album. Like I, I
3: really like Sweeney Todd. It's alright. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Is I mean I, I, with a musical, like it has to have more than just one or two like I have to like most of the songs. Oh, I, I didn't like, like most of the, of the songs oh, in I 20 time Todd, only like two or three of them. Yeah. It didn't have like like when I watched Phantom or heard the music for Phantom. My or or yeah. Red, Red X. Or yeah, exactly. You know, the the great <laughs> musicals, you know. Like that's why I like a lot of people like I don't like Wicked. Like the the musical yeah. Wicked. I'm not too there's, crazy there's that either. one song that everybody knows and it's a good song and to me that was it like, eh, I don't yeah. ever need to see this again. But I have to see it again because my wife's never seen it because I didn't see it when we oh, were together. Oh, oh, bummer. We're going to do a quick little aside here.
2: Um, You watched Frozen? Yeah. What did you think of it? I liked it. I didn't care for it. Really? Wow. I watched it last night. That oh, was fantastic. I liked the musical aspect of it, but, but it, it it moved a little too fast.
3: I thought it moved, like, when I... Because, uh... I've seen it multiple times since the first time I saw it. Mm. When I first watched it, I didn't like the first half. Love the second half.
2: No, I need to watch it again. Honestly, I shouldn't give an opinion based on I didn't watch the end of it exactly. Cause I fell asleep. I was freaking tired yesterday. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. So, I, I maybe I can watch it again. Maybe it'll be better. But I didn't see the end of I, I did not like it. I just didn't. It looked like it, uh, maybe it was built up too much for me. Because... Mm-hmm is it isn't, it isn't going to probably win Oscar
3: I mean, I'm sure it animated. will. I'd be yeah. surprised if it didn't. I no. mean, its biggest competition is like Despicable Me Too.
2: It, it felt like uh, which I seen. It yeah. felt like the Les Miserables where they just bust out in a
3: might not win like, music. Though. I went to the that's well, what yeah. which I think it should because I mean to me that was you two won. I
1: mean for the Globe.
3: Oh so. oh no oh yeah I want you two to win. Excuse me yeah I forgot they were nominated because <laughs> they got shafted by Eminem. Right. right. What happened? Uh. And okay. won the Oscar for I think was it "Lose Yourself." Lose Yourself. Oh, with that. And but okay. he was up against the other nominee. I can't remember the other nominees, but the other one was U2 for "Hands That Built America" from uh, "Gangs of New York." Mm. Both great songs. Don't get me wrong. But He's still here, "Lose Yourself" today, though. Yeah, I mean yeah. that is true. But Actually, I
2: mean, uh, "Happy" is nominated
3: for an Oscar. Yeah, which I think that's probably gonna end up winning. And u two's is gonna get because it's yeah, from to me, me like the the music like the the song you know song that category not so much the score is almost like a popularity type thing. It, that's just mm. it just seems the whole like thing's the a popularity type thing you, exactly <laughs> but it just you know like oh this song is the like that's why I, it's gonna be between either Happy or the Frozen song I think is what's gonna yeah. end up winning cause there, it's a, it's an internet meme but, practically but, but again, the Frozen nah. song like watch this old dude sing uh, Let, it, let go. it Go watch this little Hungarian choir sing Let It Go it's a you, yeah. you know I mm. wouldn't be surprised
1: and it's a great song don't get me wrong but I want same guys who did Book of Mormon yeah I am remember you tell me that uh, after the Avenue Q all those so Bobby Lopez. But well, the first time I saw Frozen, at fir- like the
3: first half, it was just kind of boring to me because it was song after song after yeah. song, and it wasn't really to me. It wasn't progressive. It wasn't nah, bad music. I it's just, it just didn't, with enjoy, like I didn't enjoy it. Left.
2: So I shouldn't give my opinion on it like that. I just I didn't think it was as good from what I seen as what people were saying.
3: Uh, it was definitely after seeing it again. Okay. I, I did like it a little bit more than the first time. So I'll like uh, Amazing Spider Man, I didn't care for it the first time I saw it. But Mm -hmm. stars plays it every fucking day, so I've seen it multiple times. I've been watching. I like it more. The more I watch it, the more I like it. I I appreciate it more. It really did kind of nail the character. And this is Disney
1: movies revisited. Really, it made me laugh whenever the Indian guy says uh, uh, his dad's name, Richard Parker. Oh yeah, Richard. Oh, uh, because Life of Pi. Yeah. Richard Parker? So I looked it up on YouTube and someone said his obsession with Richard Parker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, they just cut out this <laughs> Richard Parker! <Yeah. laughs> still need to
2: watch uh, Captain Phillips
1: though. Oh, it, it's good. That's go- on my list uh,
3: much, but. I still have. Well, uh, I was gonna... I, I did mention an episode before last because since we talked about all the nominees, the only two I haven't seen are Philomena and Nebraska. I saw Captain Phillips of and uh, 12 Years a Slave, both of which are fantastic. Like, this... This year's like best picture nominees are all like incredibly great movies, and I'll, I'll go on record right now: it is a crime that Tom Cruise didn't get a best actor nomination for Captain Phillips.
2: Tom Hanks? Oh yeah! <laughs> good God!
1: <laughs> Tom Cruise should not have gotten it. <laughs> exactly. Thank God he didn't. Oh. But uh, Tom well, Cruise, I'm good in God love it. with Tom Hanks
3: so. No, you like him, but so... It, I mean, like, I love Tom Hanks to death, but this is probably his, one of his better wow. roles that he's yeah. done. Of course, he got nominated for uh, like Private Ryan, which, yeah. that was a good role. He's good, yeah. But him and Captain Phillips, he is the end. Like, okay. y- you're gonna have a tear in your eye. Like, because of his acting is so... Good deal. It's so incredible. Like, he's so damn believable. Is it
2: uh, any type it's of... It's not even acting. Is it I mean, any type just, of
3: blood or gore in it? Uh, some terrorists, or some pirates get shot in the end. Okay. I mean, it's it, it's a... Okay, wait. wait mm-hmm. We talked about Lawn Survivor last week. This is a true story that's actually really close to what happened because the director isn't Peter fucking Berg. It's fucking Paul Greengrass. United 93. Uh, he goes for accuracy and he wants to convey... <laughs> and that's a terrible <laughs> picture. He looks like Bruce Valanche's like it, skinnier nine gay brother.
2: picture of Paul Greengrass. That's
3: what we're looking at. Right? It made me laugh. But he's a, he's a really good director and I love when he does... Things that are based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Perfect juxtaposition of what we talked about last or what I ranted about last week with Lone Survivor, totally blown out of the water, uh things that happened, ever over exaggerated. Whereas if you go back and look at the real like the facts from like United uh, Flight 93 or pr- you know the real story about Captain Phillips, it's very accurate to mm-hmm. what's known. There's very few liberties taken. Uh, but Tom Hanks in Captain Phillips, phenomenal performance. Like one of his be- I would put it in his five best performances I will, of his career. I would watch far. it. What? <laughs> oh, well, that's what the. Well, th- that all happened once. The, like, the dude had a. Uh, you know, the story's out, but then the dude comes out. The crew's like, oh, it's all fake. Like, well, there's all these accounts. So it's like, I think it's the dude's like t- riding the, the wave of what happened to be, you know, to basically mm-hmm. get rich off of it. So there is some controversy on that, that certain things didn't happen. Anyway. But it's not like Lone Survivor to where. Tom Hanks doesn't get knocked off the ship and swim back through shark-infested waters with two broken legs, reset the bones, and you know, mm-hmm. bare-handed and bare-chested to fight, de- uh, to fight, defeat all the pirates off the ship as they're swarming him like ants and Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't it. happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I will watch it before Monday. But uh, it's ho- I mean, it's exceptionally well, very well done. And, and honestly, it's not a, a movie that I really wanted to see. Like, because I, I knew, I knew mm. the story already, you know, so like, eh, but then, like, once you get into the movie, it, sh- it just captivates you. And
2: that's Greengrass so, and so, Hank So, again, you, you pick best picture. What is it?
3: Uh, out of the list, still, it's, it's really hard. I mean, since you've watched some more. Uh, well, let me talk about Toy Your Slaves real, f- real fast. Mm. Uh, t- uh, and I'm, I'm not saying this to be insensitive, but, you know, most slavery movies that deal with that period of American history are very similar. Now that's, that's racist! Time. dang, man! <laughs> How long were you waiting with your finger above that for me to start talking about that movie? Good God!
2: If J- if, if, if if people listen to this actual oh. podcast, we're, we're going to get so much
1: hate. <laughs> I pushed the wrong button. I meant the whistle. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 happy whistle <laughs> whistle. God dang!
3: But uh, <laughs> but you know, like uh, they tend to follow us. A- all movies about <laughs> all movies about you know that era of American history tend to be very similar in their structure and their story they're telling. Uh, twelve Years of a, Sla- a Slave starts off. I didn't know, and again, this is based on, on a very old book that uh, actually one of the only copies that in existence is in Lafayette here in Louisiana, like on display in a museum. Um, but the real guy, he was actually a free man and gets put back into slavery okay. for spoiler alert, twelve years. Uh, so to me, it was. It was very much more relatable to his plight because he was snatched from what he knew and put it, back into a life that he already escaped from. He had a family and had kids, damn. so it was really interesting that dynamic for a movie of a, a topic you've seen many of. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why uh, Valkyrie with Tom Cruise was. Uh, you know, you see one World War II movie, you've roughly seen them all because it's always about one battle and they always want you know, so, we got to fight, man. We're gonna take this hill, yes, sir, John Wayne, do, 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 do. whatever.
1: Do oh, they lose in Valkyrie though?
3: Yeah. But I mean again, <laughs> Valkyrie's a movie about Nazis. Yeah, that's right? not like uh, the you know, uh, o- an oxymoron practically, good Nazis. Yeah. Which you know but no one wants to say that. But there were people that didn't agree with Hitler, but it was you die or you follow what I'm saying. And you know, most people in that same situation would follow what they're saying. The Oscars uh, aren't die. that far away. Yeah, they're very close. Mm-hmm. But uh twelve years of slave was exceptionally good as well. Two weeks from yesterday. Again, uh it wasn't one that I wanted to see initially, mm-hmm. aside from because but because of the cast, just because it's you know, uh, you know, Django you want to see because it's Tarantino. Yeah. You know, no matter what it, you know, what no matter what comes out, no matter what it's about, if it has, ta- you know, directed by Tarantino, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, like I said, Kevin Phillips or 12 Years a Slave, necessarily the subject matter isn't something that draws me to a movie with the cast and, uh, you know, kind of the trailers and everything make it more interesting. But uh, I, I knew how to pronounce the dude's name when I, after I watched the movie because I wanted to make sure I could pronounce it, but Chualty, Eltafor, whatever his name is, from Serenity and children of men like he d- he definitely deserved a best actor nod uh it's it's really a shame this year because the field uh for actor especially actor and best picture like you really can't go wrong no matter who you give the award to it's it's really hard like in my opinion again the only one i haven't seen is nebraska which Bruce stern not for actor the leading role but uh this year this was a great year for like uh uh, true cinema and by that I mean not popcorn flicks yeah. there was a lot of great movies this year that weren't you know The Avengers or uh, you know you, I mean you had your Man of Steel's and other stuff this year but you also had great stuff like Captain Phillips uh, Her which oh I saw that one. I don't know if I mentioned that last week or when, last time but I saw that one too mm-hmm. very good Joaquin was great uh, you know he could have got a best actor nod but you know, he didn't uh Gotta put that Meryl Streep in it. Oh, well, of course. Was she in a movie this year? Give her a nomination. Mm. Keep giving her more. Mm. Uh, can't comment on that because I ain't seen that movie. But anyway, I'll to answer your question. Uh, of course, the nominees are American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, Twelve Years a Slave, Wolf of Wall Street. Pick ten seconds. Go. I've seen all of them except Nebraska and Philomena. My favorite of all of those is Gravity, naturally, because I mean it's the whole package: visual, uh, acting, score. I mean, it's it's it was it was an experience to watch that movie. Yes. Uh, however, like based upon what I think will win, or it's it's really h- the I hardest think. part about picking is simply because each one of these movies is so diverse in its subject matter. Like hers, a great. You can m- only watch one the rest of your life. Oh, well, I picked Gravity. Like it, with uh. Uh, with that question. But as far as what I think like the best movie was, pro- I would probably go with Dallas Buyers Club still. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's one of those like it's very not subjective but it's a little more it's more wrestler like if that makes any sense like because it's about one guy and his issues and what he does to make a change in his life and based on a true story and very true to the facts who do you think is going to win uh there's a lot of buzz for American (laughs) Hustle but I I think Buyers Club might pull off the Oscar like for Best Picture uh See, and Best Actor, you got Bale, Bruce Stern, DiCaprio, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, again, I'm sorry I'm mispronouncing his name, and McConaughey. Uh, Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey this year has, and of course with Mud last year, has just won my heart. Like, he's one of my favorite actors now mm-hmm. because, A, because Mud, Mudd, uh, and then also the HBO show True Detective, which is absolutely phenomenal with him and Woody Harrelson. It's so funny because you take two dudes, you like... You just like, didn't expect that out of me. Exactly. I thought it was going to be a comedy. You know, you got... Two dudes that love to smoke a lot of pot and hang out together, and they're cops. But I'll be damned if both of them aren't phenomenal on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, highest possible recommendation uh, to check it out. But uh, no, I mean him as an actor. Yeah, you didn't expect
2: like mud to come out of him. Yeah, I mean he—he well, he was
3: like up until then. All you really had to judge him by, as far as something really serious, was uh, well, he was in Contact, but I mean it wasn't really exactly a major. I mean, it was about that was about Jodie Foster. Was he
2: in A Time to Kill?
3: Yeah. Okay. He was good in that, but I mean, but, uh, I think the first movie where I really liked him in that wasn't a romantic, com- or, you know, other than, because he was mainly in romantic comedies, I should say. rom com uh, Was Frailty with uh, Bill Paxton. And every, uh, I think it was directed by Paxton, too. Great film. McConaughey was awesome, and it, it's also very resemblant of the roles that he's kind of taken a lot of now. But uh, it's really, I mean, I would love to see DiCaprio get an Oscar would look he, he I mean he deserved it for other years really? you know, he deserved supporting last year as far as I'm concerned it's a really a shame I mean waltz is great but I mean every time I watch Django I'm just seeing that's the same character from inglorious bastards just in a different time frame peri- uh, time period but DiCaprio is just so so villainous you know you give supporting actor to Heath ledger because his villain was so great well damn it DiCaprio deserved it last year yeah. uh but again I haven't seen Nebraska but it I mean, Bale's always great, but I think it's going to be between DiCaprio, uh, Chiwetel, and McConaughey. But I really think McConaughey's going to win. I think.
2: Uh, I thought Bale kicked ass in Hustle. Oh, he did, but it it's was just. My but movie.
3: to me, it's just such a. Usually, again, I'm saying like what I think's going to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, comedy, like because American Hustle is a comedy, a dra- uh, comedy drama, I mean, and, and honestly, it's more of a comedy. Like if I had to put it in a category, one category, I'd put it in comedy. Those usually don't fare too well. Yeah. Like uh, kind of like how sci-fi movies don't fare too well like in the Academy like when Sixth Sense was nominated like it be, if it won Best Picture because it was nominated it would have been the first picture to even be it would have been the first horror movie I believe to, to win and it was the first one since the extra. no because uh, I don't think the extra was nominated because of the controversy the of animated movie
2: Beauty and the Beast when it got nominated for Best Picture that yeah was that was, like, was a big whoa,
3: thing yeah. anyway there's some fact about yeah. Sixth Sense being a movie in that genre being nominated right. I can't remember the exact facts but yeah but as far as what's going to win, you know, I, I would not be surprised if DiCaprio won because of just the, the, you know, the, the world is for him. You know, like, the, the, excuse me, the internet is for him to win with all the memes and all that. And of course, you know, the academy, they just send out their ballots and people mail them back. So if somebody keeps seeing that Leo should win because mm-hmm. everybody wants Leo to win, like, oh, yeah, it, he does. You know, but like I said, if I was a member of the academy, it would be so hard to, like, have to fill out, like who I really if I was making a difference you know like your vote is going to truly determine what's gonna, what's gonna win it, that'd be like this mm-hmm. year will be exceptionally hard mm-hmm. so but send your picks, they just visit at gmail.com but anyway I don't even know how we got on that because we haven't got to the trivia yet yeah go ahead and <laughs> take let's, let's, let's run through it real quick of uh, course we mentioned the drive-in and we talked about the that BuzzFeed article same drive-in at Greece that was used in Greece uh, it has since been torn down and there is no relic remaining it's just it's it ceases to exist, uh, and again, a lot of this is crap from that Buzzfeed article we were just looking at. So. Uh, but uh, Paul Rubens in the scene where he runs in after his bike stolen and he knocks all the bikes over the bicycles, not the motorbikes. Later on in the film, he was sick with the flu, so like they kind of shot that scene and then that was it for the day. <laughs> uh, I don't know this. I all thought this, all this was pretty cool. But Jan Hooks improvised all of her dialogue for that Alamo scene. <laughs> so all that not, you know. It, it was pretty damn good. There's no basement sense. in the island. Uh Let's see. Oh, uh, of course, in addition to Burton's first film, this was also Danny Elfman's first film to score, which of course, he pretty much scored everything Burton did after that for the most part. Uh, but he did, he later said that hearing his music performed by an orchestra for the first time was one of the most thrilling experiences of his life. Because <laughs> of course, you're talking about, you know, a member of uh, Oingo Boingo, you know, more like, like 80s electronica type music. So, Pretty, you know, you can only imagine how it would be like. You're jumping genres, and you're going from an album. You know, not many people still know one Go, today. It's more, you Never know, what I'm saying, but it, people yeah. know D- Tim Burton and Danny Elfman. You know, he found mm. his genius came out through that, so it's pretty cool. Uh, and this is, <laughs> I found this funny, but uh, this is the first and only time Pee Wee swears. Now, at first, I was when I read this, like swears. What, you know, what did he say? Uh, apparently, the word crappy is considered a swear word because he says, I don't want some other crappy bike. (laughs) So this is the first time that Pee-wee uses a swear word, which I don't consider crappy or crap a swear word. I mean, I was a kid. I could say that all day. But if I said shit, I got my mouth popped. But I could say crap and poop all day long. Don't understand that logic, Mom, but whatever. Uh, In fact, this was pretty funny. When Pee-wee weighs in at the beginning of the movie, he actually weighs 98 pounds, making (laughs) him a literal 98-pound weakling. <laughs> so there you go, Daniel. What would you score this great masterpiece of film? I'd probably give it about a nine four something. Wow, I had to tone mine down a bit because I thought I'd be too. You know, I get a lot of flack from like oh nine point eight, nine point nine.
2: This is top twenty movie ever for me. Wow, I would I would put it close in comedies. It would
3: like you know top five in comedy. Oh, definitely. I'd give it a nine point two on my scale. So that's like you know comedies
2: is up there with Dumb and Dumber and uh, Naked
3: Gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is close. No, definitely. Uh, you want to do your video game or you want me to do the real world first? You could, I'll do the video game real quick.
1: All right. <laughs> video game. Reset. Reset. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: <clears throat> Old Pee Wee came out August 9th, 1985. I didn't get the exact date on this, but I know it was August of 1985. Uh, it was actually the first game, well, one of the two games that my dad bought when he got the first Nintendo he bought Mario, mm-hmm. and he bought a little game called Ten Yard Fight. Did you ever play that game? Once I rented it. Once um, it was one of the like the first kind of sort of realistic. They called it yeah, at the time um, <laughs> re, uh, the football games, mm-hmm. and you had different your levels weren't like hard, novice, master. No, it was you play the high school team, the college team, the semi professional team, you know, like the Super Bowl team. Um, I played the shit out of this game. <laughs> I still would play this game. I think it's you know it's a, pff. it holds up. It holds up if you're looking for that. It's no Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, I mean, about to Tecmo say like Bowl how does it compare to the kill? This this game has nothing on Tecmo Bowl, and it's very slow. Look, look, it's look at him God. running the kickoff. Look how slow he is. For the Who people, has the for ball? The people, <laughs> for the people listening, the dude know. in the white. He's at twenty-five.
1: Those other guys are catching up 20. pretty good though.
2: They just can't tie. They keep diving at the wrong time. (laughs) He's doing it. It's the same kind of Tecmo Bowl thing. Yeah, you just learn to cross. You go back and diagonal, back and forth. Bam! Ten
3: thousand points for a
2: touchdown. I I always thought the points thing was kind of like how the ref has skinny legs. Everybody else has them. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the day, nobody cared about points. Oh well, no. Now nobody cares about points. I don't know how it was
3: back in the day. I'm sure what like Pac Man arcade. Yeah, I had to get my T R E up on that. Top ten screen (laughs) at Roller City,
2: and apparently they kick a like six thousand point field goal. No, they don't. It's an extra point, (laughs) but nobody holds. There's no holder. (laughs) It just like punts it, and
3: the ball's also black.
2: Uh, Yeah, and it grows. It was the first game or first tied for the first game. You want to do that
1: whip (laughs) sound again, Jesse? I did hit the button while my volume was down. But anyway, go on. (laughs) The moments (laughs) passed. This time I was going to add a scream to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by by the way, if you had a a a man in motion
2: on 10-yard fight, it would take forever for him to run across. You know how you have somebody in motion that runs to the other side of the
3: field? It took forever. I can see that
1: because it's like playing on an iPhone because it's like all the black around it.
3: It's funny because your character moves one yard at a time, so it's like it's one yard a step. Actually, it's two of their steps, excuse me, to equal God, one yard.
2: God, this two is way better than me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I didn't he's know that. He's just I was playing just... with him. Yeah. I could oh, do oh you're going to. Ca- oh, no, you're not. I could do that on Techmobile, but not this game. Look at this guy. God, he's fucking Archie <laughs> Manning going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
3: That's crazy. Wow. Look it up on YouTube, everybody.
2: <laughs> but anyway, I enjoyed the game. It was a part of my childhood, and uh, came out. In you said August. it was
3: the first game your dad bought, or one of the first. He
2: bought this and Mario, Mario. at the same time. When he Mario
3: didn't come with y'all system. I don't think so. Um, so there you go. Wow,
2: a little bit of my past. There. I don't know if
1: he's making progress. Okay, I think he's
3: I just toying with him. Like, ha ha! Give <laughs> yeah. up. He used the whole running time off. Yeah, yeah some, no joke. <laughs> I swore that said like sixty minutes earlier, <laughs> maybe 15? twenty. I don't remember. But yeah, this is taking... Like,
2: no, no, he went for a touchback. And oh, this was did. the first play after. Oh, okay. good.
3: He's just like, yeah, I'm good at this game. I've Where did the since, other guys? I played it since 85. <laughs> there was like
2: five guys, other guys. exhausted to right first. <laughs> from chasing him. It'd be funny if he ran all the way back
3: and then Got did it. it again. All wow. right, good deal. And that was... Video Game Reset. And in the real world, August 9th, 1985. We talked. I talked last week about how... There were two very large air disasters around the time frame of Teen Wolf. And again, Teen Wolf came out two weeks after this movie. But now, two weeks before those two other disasters, around August 9th, the release of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. On August 2nd, Delta Airlines Flight 191 crashes near Dallas, Texas, killing 137 people. 137 times. But hold up, there's more! Uh, Ten days later, on August 12th, Japan Airlines Flight 123, It's the kind of code an idiot would keep on his luggage, uh I lost my place because of that spaceballs reference. Uh, mm-hmm. Crashes in Japan killing 520 people, the worst single aircraft disaster in history. So, if you had a time if you had a DeLorean, you should probably go back to 1985 in August and tell people to not get on airplanes. Because over the course of 2 weeks, Altogether. nearly 1000 people died from oh airplane my. crashes. Which is <laughs> Good. Sorry, what?
2: sorry to switch Look at the, the top comment. I find that hilarious on the 10-yard fight video. Terrific return to start the game. Really uses blockers well and benefit from impatient defenders diving early.
3: Pretty sure that was a missed block in the back at 45 seconds. <laughs> well, Mark Winkler <laughs> should be a commentator for 10-yard fight. That's awesome. Wow, but yeah. don't you know? I bet you
2: it made a ton of people scared to fly, though. You know, I, that's won- that's- I wonder if that went down. I wonder if
3: flights for a while... Like yeah. the business, you know. The, well, I mean, the, also the '80s was also the decade of like, don't take an international flight because you're either going to get blown up or held for ransom at an Iranian <laughs> airport, you mm. know. So I mean, it was a terrible time to fly. But it's real to me, it just it really shocked me when I was looking this up how this two week time you had major air disasters, including the most single in- uh, single aircraft disaster in history, all in this you know two week period in 1985. Nowadays, like I would mention last week, you might a plane might crash like once every two years or something, mm. or like you know. Usually, you just hear like, oh, there was an engine malfunction. The pilot landed safely. Nobody hurt. You know. Or usually, you hear like more like single-engine Cessnas or something. Somebody had a heart attack and crashed. I mean, it's 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 not common. When when an airplane does crash, you know, it's major news. But you don't. It's rare these days. You know. It's still statistically, as Superman would say, statistically the safest way to travel. So I found that extremely odd. There was something going on back then. (laughs) <laughs> the release of you know two mark horton movies within two weeks caused oh. you know certain air currents to disrupt air travel and airplanes crashed maybe that's why he didn't act so much anymore after that you know <laughs> mm-hmm. he was like i cannot have this on my conscience no more my acting is too great they had if i'm not mistaken
2: a football coach i believe who would not try to get a enough... madden did
3: not like to fly
2: yeah
1: that was him yep he took an rv everywhere yeah or bus. Hey, that's a
3: great way to see the country, you know. I don't yeah. have to fly. I can, cry. I can stop at these little roadside attractions. it be great. <laughs> I think that's what he sounds like. I haven't heard him in so long. <laughs> a little, I, I little I bit different. I, I, I haven't heard a Tanakh commercial boom. in a while. But yeah, uh, back to the future this week. I'm going to talk real quick about Comic Con, uh, Wizard um, World New Orleans. That was, by the time you listen to this, would have been three weeks in the past. Uh, but there was. Matter. there were several the past. There were several 80s icons at this convention, which I got the pleasure of meeting. Mainly the love of my young childhood life, the mistress of the dark, Elvira.
2: I, I got a question. You're totally single. Autumn never. Yes, existed. the answer is yes, you Daniel. we
3: still. Yeah, she's like 62 and she's... She you would still go at right fuck there. Yeah. <laughs> I was just just wonder be honest. I'm Yes. Too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. She and like and I can I can oh, she's 62. I mean, she's old. That's not her. <laughs> it's, it's a doll. But uh she's she's 62, but I saw her close enough. What's to her name? Cassandra Peterson. Close enough to kiss had I been so bold. She had and a nice my wife smile didn't take on my that picture. picture. She had a nice she's smile Elvira, with you. look at her, she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Not that picture, but I mean Of course the whole Elvira thing was an act, you know, because uh, yeah. it was on you know, it's her character that, you know, transcended uh she, she was like um Joe Bob Briggs on Monster Vision or uh you know she's like a host for a T te- like playing cheesy movies and but her because uh, she, a, she's ex- exceptionally funny and B, exceptionally beautiful uh, she transcended that and became you know, an icon of the 80's her own movie, Elvira, thought, Mistress of the Dark which we'll cover thought, on this podcast I thought she was Soon. almost
2: hotter with the peewee and peewee, that was pretty she, hot she's
3: man. hot no matter how you put it but mm-hmm. of course if she was my wife I'd say, you know, can you be Elvira tonight? <laughs> <laughs> just saying be cool but uh, yeah, she was ab- she was abs- she was exceptionally nice. She was the only celebrity uh, again. I haven't met that many. I'm not I'm not saying I'm certain people we know on Facebook. Uh, but anyway, uh, in fact, uh, she signed a picture for me, which is on my Facebook page, which I have in my game room. Did she do a promo <laughs> for you? Uh, I'll get to that for Robert Unglin for a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't ask her. I was because I, I was just so like, oh my god, it's Avira! Jesus right. Christ! <laughs> I'm like, I told her it was the second greatest moment of life. After marrying my wife, so,
2: Aww.
3: and I, 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 here's exactly what I told her. I got her to laugh. So hey, she likes me. I said she taught me the two most important things to look for in a woman: masturbate and often, and and she's like, uh oh, and I'm like, comedic timing and business acumen. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're good. I'm like, I'm thinking like, fuck yeah, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm great. Where's <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what I tell you staying? <laughs> but anyway, she was exceptionally nice to all the people in line. Like she didn't have a big line. I mean, because. Not, uh, she's definitely somebody for, for older people at yeah. Comic-Con, you know. Uh, however, uh, she talked to everybody a couple minutes, uh, and she was the only one that I've seen to where uh, Autumn took the picture of me and her, and she even said, make sure it came, like, she wanted to make sure that it came out good before we left, that we had a good picture. Oh, good. Which, I mean, to me, that was Oh, well, she wanted to see how she nice. looked. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't look at it. Autumn yeah. just said, yeah, it looked good, and I said, no, let me see it. Okay, it's good, we can go now. Because <laughs> I don't want her to screw up my chance at my childhood love. Right. But uh exceptionally nice sign picture all that. Uh you know, just really sweet. In fact, the girl in front of us said that uh she cuz I going to about, talking about the promo thing. She said the girl in front of us in line was working some other booth but said, "Hey, can I come back and just ask you a few questions for an interview?" And she's like, "Yeah, no problem. Just, you know, whenever you see there's not too many people in line or whatever, and I can spare some time. I'll gladly do that." So I was like, "Okay." And then every time I passed by, I kept looking, but there was people at the booth the whole time. But uh then I got to well actually before I met her, I met Robert Unglin, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. And he was cool as shit. <laughs> Not just because I had to pay him 45 bucks for him to sign my Freddy glove, right. but uh, he was another one uh, to wear. Actually, Autumn was wearing it's a, it's a Star Wars shirt that says, Don't mess with the princess, and it's Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia pointing a blaster at you. And she had it zipped up to where just her eyes were sticking out just she was cold. She had her hoodie zipped up. Meet Robert Unglin, like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. I'm trades my wife, Autumn. And he's like, oh, great. And he's like, hey, is that Carrie? talking about Carrie Fisher, and she's like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, hey, isn't there some story about how, like, you read for Han Solo or something? And he's like, yeah, and he's, this is a scoop, this is an 80s revisited exclusive. <laughs> Robert Unglund, this is not verbatim, but this is exactly how he told it, he said, yeah, the internet always gets it wrong. He went in to read for Apocalypse, the role of the cook in Apocalypse Now. Uh-huh. He even, at that point in his life, he had long blonde hair, he dressed in military fatigues like a surfer guy, like, if you've seen Apocalypse Now, you know who the cook is with the tiger and everything. But anyway... Uh, and he goes to audition for it, and at the door they say, "Eh, you need to go across the hall and audition for this other movie. You look like you're more what they're looking for." He's like, "Okay," walks next door. He auditions for Han Solo for Star Wars. Now he's no Harrison <laughs> Ford, but I love Robert Unglin to death. Obviously, right. he didn't get that role. Yeah. But he went back home, and he said he's you know kind of disappointing. He didn't get to audition for uh, Apocalypse Now. He really wanted that role. You know, he dressed the part and all that stuff. But uh, he, was, he said he went home, turned on the TV, was drinking some beer, and his roommate came in at the time, roommate of Mark Hamill, and he told Mark, he said, Mark, uh, they were looking for another role for this movie auditioned for today that you might be perfect for, and the rest is history. Mm. So that's, the, that's exactly how he told it. Of course not as awesome, because he's Robert Unglund, and he's <laughs> a cool voice. But uh, yeah, he actually, we talked to him for, over the course of him telling that story and talking to me and my wife, he talked to us for about at least five to six minutes. He he was exceptionally like it was no rush like when you meet Nor when I met Noron Reedus year before, uh, last year for uh, to get like him to sign something for my brother for Christmas all that I mean it was like yeah. I mean he was nice but I mean he had a long line so it was like they moved you along when I met Stan Lee it was like a fucking cattle thing just like so I just saying, get on go ahead. thank you Mister Lee and yeah you're gonna be pushed out of the way so. Both Ovira and Robert Unglin were exceptionally nice in person. I would assume not just because I had to give them money to get them to sign something, but they to me they seemed very genuine in their love for what they were talking about and everything. And uh, it was really cool. Like that was the highlight of the comic of the con for me this year. Wow. Uh, Zach Gallagher was there. I saw him. I didn't pay him money. Uh, he actually had a good number of people at his booth. Wow! Like because uh, he was between uh, Zach Gallagher from Gremlins. Oh. Okay. He was You're between Alvara and Robert Unglund. So I'm waiting for Ovira and he's sitting there like, "Hey man, how you doing?" Uh, looks just the same with just a little gray hair on his <laughs> temples uh, Michael Bean was there look he I hate to say it, but he was looking bad mm-hmm. like uh, very skinny like
2: uh, like he has cancer but don't want to say anything
3: yeah like I do not want to say that but yeah. I mean he looked very skinny and uh, in fact I was going to get to meet him near the end of the day but he left a little early earlier than like a lot you know uh, I guess he had you know whatever had to go eat yeah maybe it's his chemo I don't know hopefully not but uh, yeah I really busy. wanted to meet him but uh, what I was going to say about the promos Robert Unglund he actually he, w- he was a genius because on his counter when you go to a con like they'll have pictures where you can buy the picture to get him to sign if you don't bring something you want him to sign etc but he was a genius he had us, you know he has, it was 45 bucks to get him to sign whatever you want but then it was also $100 for a video or audio promo mm-hmm. so basically you can give him 100 bucks and he like hey I want you to advertise my scrub shop Here's, I wrote the script for you and then you can get Robert you know in a Freddy voice. Get your scrubs and design resources. <laughs> right, Freddie will fucking kill you. You know when they put that on the radio, it's great. Right. Which I thought nobody, no other star does that. And I think that's genius to offer that. You know, just to say like, yeah, a hundred bucks. I'll will say whatever you want. But another thing he had, he had this stack of pictures of Freddie and a couple of him out of costume, which uh, nobody really cares about because you know, he, I mean, he is Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. But he had Valentine's Day cards and Happy Birthday cards. Like the Valentine's one had Freddie nice. like holding a heart that he ripped out of somebody. You know, it, it, it was themed for Fred, like the oh, yeah, Krueger. Yeah. But if you wanted, you know, he for him a sign, it. he would personally write a happy birthday or a Valentine's Day card. And I told Autumn, like, you know, if I didn't see this, you should totally come back here and get him to do this for my Valentine's Day present. <laughs> you know, as a joke. But, uh, and I thought that was, A, a it was smart, but also, it's really cool. Makes uh, some money, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we were in line for Robert Unglund and then John, Ra- look over and John Ratzenberger is just walking through the crowd. Nobody with him, like, and people are walking right by him. Like, nobody know. like, just, uh-huh. Nobody knows, notices Nobody that he cares he's, about Cliff, and I'm just thinking like son of a bitch. Like I'm not getting out of line, but <laughs> you know, uh, which is pretty cool. But uh, definitely aviron and uh, Robert Englund are really cool, and they were also like when you get around the Walking Dead people and like Stanley and Matt Fucking Smith from Doctor Who. Like it's like no pictures. Like you're like no, put your phone no, like you know like no no pictures no pictures past this point. Like they don't want you snapping pictures of them from a mile away. Uh, but uh, Eviron and Robert Englund are. Like you couldn't take pictures with them there, but they had a curtain, and I just had my coworker who we brought. She just snapped all the pictures for me. So, hmm. But there weren't no assholes around, like, mm. so it was cool. Hopefully, hmm. I doubt, I doubt nice. it will be as cool next year unless, you know, Lando Calrissian and himself's there. <laughs> so. oh, we'll
1: put another film in for that and just get it yeah, cheap.
3: Yeah, by the way, if you want to <laughs> get Good Wizard World tickets, you put a film up. It's 40 bucks uh, to put the film 30 up. 30 bucks if it's a music video. Oh, 30. So, make a music video, <laughs> you know. Just make a musical to you know an easy character like you know get a silver suit and run around on a surfboard and you're the silver surfer and <laughs> pay thirty bucks submit it uh, they put it in you get what two two weekend two three day passes and then additional tickets for and thirty then, bucks or something yeah,
1: discount passes after that
3: so it is cheaper to
1: submit something <laughs> and get it's gotta the be tickets. okay quality though yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I you didn't can't see just... any home videos there like mm. is... I mean, which one did we say that was like home videos?
3: There was one looking. that was kind of the uh, zombie date one to me, like, looked a little great. I don't know if it's just the, how they did the file, but it looked a little. Oh, that those. Uh, those oh, no, 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 did? no. I'm sorry. I'm not that one. The uh, the Walking Dead one. The scripting dead or whatever. Yeah, that, that was That seemed the like iPhone
1: ish. That was the weakest one.
3: Uh, But yeah, there's a, there's a free tip from your friends at 80s or Visited. You want to get into the mm-hmm. Wizard World? You know? To yeah. filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ex- expand art. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, if you want to check out, if you want to check out, you know, any of the Freddy movies or the Elvira movies, because there is, a t- there are two of them, by the way. Uh, the sequel to Mistress of the Dark is Elvira's Haunted Hills, and the cover is really nice. But anyway, you can go to awesomepods.com, click on the Amazon.com link, go there and buy any movie you want, including Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Big Top Pee-wee, the sequel. Which uh, that one is special to me because I had the biggest crush on that Mexican chick in that movie. That was also in Hot Shots Part 2 I don't know her real name. Uh, but uh, Maria something or other.
2: Her real name?
3: Yeah. Uh, am I... Or maybe it was I, Sophia I mean, or something. She's I'm Italian. Thinking, I'm
2: thinking totally wrong, maybe. Is it
3: Isabella Rossellini? Oh, no, 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 not her. Jesse, will you look that up real quick? What oh, am I looking at? Uh, Big Top Pee Wee. No. She's she also in the... I said Part two, but she was in the first Hot Shots, too. Yeah. She's Tapa! Tapa Holly! I, I don't... She ain't been in much. The main chick,
2: right? The main chick in, in Big Top Pee The...
3: In the circus. Val, Valeria Golino.
2: Oh, okay,
3: okay. Like uh, oh, oh, the, yeah. the one the top acrobat chopper Topper. Topper. <laughs> yeah, Topper from Hot Shots. So, yeah, that yeah, was
2: totally
3: awesome. Yeah, Big Top Pee-Wee Pee- is on Netflix. You can definitely watch that if you got a Netflix subscription. But Pete, let's be honest, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, you should fucking own. So com, click on yeah. Amazon link, and buy the movie.
2: Big Top got horrible rating.
3: Yeah, it wasn't as good, but mm-hmm. I honestly watched it a lot more back in the day simply because of Mr. Lino. Mm-hmm be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Same reason I watched Evara Mistress of the Dark repeatedly. Although my mom didn't approve of that one too much so I had to watch it when she wasn't around. <laughs> There's was a really nice stripper scene in it. Uh, but anyway, we'll be back next week with an undisclosed movie. It was totally going to be the most excellent uh, adventure of Bill and Ted but we'll hold that off for a little longer because Jesse had a great idea which... I wish I would have thought of before I said all this, so I'm stealing Jesse's idea for one of his own networks podcasts. There we go. But until next week everybody with our mystery movie made in nineteen eighty, I am Trey Harris. I'm Daniel Sinangelo. Jesse Sedgley. Cowabunga uh-huh. Alvaro, I love you. <laughs>